When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, so they depict lesbians of all types, I think, here. But there is Margaret Qualley's depiction of a lesbian is pretty extreme. Pretty extreme. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Roger Rabbit of sex, of, of, of sexuality. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a first-run bald movie. Tonight we're talking about Drive-Away Dolls, Ethan Cohen's uh, latest movie collaboration with his partner, um, it stars Margaret Qualley and a bunch of other people, Pedro Pascal, Matt Damon. I should have looked this up. Uh, I'm, I'm rusty. Do you know this is the first, like, first-run bald movie we've done since Silent Fucking Night? Really? Since last year? Yeah. This year? My, that's how was? dusty my notes were. I was not even remotely ready to start this thing. Um... What did you? Uh, maybe we could talk. Uh, start off. It's what got did you Coleman think Domingo. About? It's got Coleman it's starring Domingo. Geraldine Viswanathan, who I don't know uh, except from this movie. It's got Pedro Pascal. It's got Matt Damon. It's got that might be it uh, as far as notables. But uh, oh, this Joey Slotnick also guy Ethan Cohen's like. partner is Trisha Cook. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I had that information. I'm not. I, 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 I'm. I'm. I'm not a pig. Um, what did you think? This. This. And if you think this, if you think the start of this podcast is offensive, wait till you see this movie. Uh, oh, this movie's. Yeah. This movie's pitching a lot of zany, madcap, uh, morally ambiguous humor. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, morally ambiguous. I don't know. I. Uh, I, it was way more explicit than I expected. I mm-hmm. did not really expect this gear from a Cohen, pro, uh, Cohen project, but it's there. It's definitely yeah. there. It's they go yeah. for it. Um, I, I, I think the moral ambiguity comes from the implication that like a guidance counselor had sex with a oh yeah yeah a, a teenager and it was a positive formative experience. Um, that it's right. you know that's right. that's uh, that's a spicy that's a, that's a spicy topic to be putting <laughs> in your screwball madcap sexual escapade thriller. Yeah, and that's really what it is, huh? I I guess I didn't see that coming. I was sort of surprised watching this because I remember the trailer and I remember them showing all you know these star studded cast here and I'm like oh wow okay alright Cohen's really going for it this time he's getting some big names in here I know they always do that but uh, I kind of expected more of them but I guess I wasn't too sad not to see them because I kind of like this movie yeah no I it's there was some really funny gags I laughed mm-hmm. pretty hard a couple of times um, most of it was I, chuckles for me but yeah there were a couple of good laughs yeah, and uh, I thought Margaret Qualley was really... Oh, my God. Like, just a really transformative type of role. Um, you know, With the accent, with the physical posturing, with, 
just everything. It was uh, an amazing performance, and it works because, like you said, this this person that I'm not familiar with the work, Ger- Geraldine Viswanathan, um, is just a perfect straight woman to whatever Margaret Qualley's doing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also a really interesting interplay between the women, where it's like you know, most of the time you think the Geraldine is the like you you definitely want to trust in her and her decision making mm-hmm. ability. But there's a couple points in the movie where it's like, no, Margaret Qualley's like you really shouldn't open every suitcase you come across. You you you, you know, sometimes you you shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't find out more information about sketchy situations. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I found myself. Uh, thinking I, I might follow either of these girls at either point uh, along mm-hmm. their journey because, yeah, sometimes one of them has the right idea and the other... And sometimes I think they have the wrong idea and it turns out, ah, no, actually, that was the right idea. Go for it. Yeah. There's a line in the movie where, like, someone says self-satisfied, well, everything worked out just great. And that's kind of the tagline for this movie. Um, yeah. It's very... You know, I... <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's a half a Coen Brothers film, and I felt like there's definitely some big Lesbowski uh, <laughs> s- s- scenes of energy in this movie. There, the psychedelic yeah. interludes remind me of like when the dude is doing no- nude bowling oh, see, uh, with the Lebowski a- sister, mm-hmm. and and is there's almost a Mandy esque quality to this bizarre psychedelic. This is a movie set in the 90s with like a 70s psychedelic aesthetic. And every mm-hmm. once in a while, every between every act, there's just this bizarre scene with Miley Cyrus. And is it Matt Damon? Yeah. Uh, maybe a de-aged Matt Damon, but yeah. It's I, I thought he looked awful young. I thought maybe they got a, a stand-in or, or some dude that looks, but like, what the hell? I don't know that that was my least favorite part of the movie. I kind of dislike actively dislike that. I think it was disruptive and and was not worth it in the end. I think they there's a reveal near the end of the movie that will mm. make all that make sense, but it didn't make enough sense and it didn't seem important enough to show that to, yeah, for me to actually I, like those LSD trip kind of sequences. I I don't know. I, I went back and forth. I thought some of them, the ones that were just purely visual, I thought were interesting kind of interludes to kind of like let you think about what just happened before, kind of like a palate cleanser. But then when they got like really, you know, pseudo, what do, what do you call that? Subliminal, like subliminal mind control kind of aspect to it. I'm like, I don't know. This started to feel like a Zoolander skit. Yeah. Uh, I, and it was not my cup of tea some point the movie does seem to suffer from excess of style maybe um, uh maybe i don't know i mean because part of that style is margaret Qualley's performance which i enjoyed throughout yeah. um i really enjoyed <laughs> the the mobsters i don't i don't know who exactly is trying to find them in this movie but i really yeah. enjoyed their back and forth it, it felt very you know steve buscemi uh, in Fargo with his, you know, annoying kind of dopey partner. Um, yeah, it felt very Cohen-esque, which shouldn't surprise anyone, I guess. Yeah, um, I really liked um, Margaret Qualley's ex, the cop, her girlfriend. Oh, God. I, I don't know how I feel about her. <laughs> 
I love her, and I especially love how she interacted with the gangsters. And um, I, I yeah, that she, was a fun continual. Scene. And it's it's that's the other. It's like very Cohen esque, where it's like they put all these balls on the table, and then they keep careening around. You just never know when they're going to come in and out of scenes. And yeah, you know, like when John Goodman destroys some guy's Corvette. You know, you never know where that stuff's going to go and who's going to come running out of what house and. Uh, yep. I, I enjoyed that, and Coleman Domingo is just so fucking cool. Oh yeah, and um, I like the yeah, like the gangsters had kind of like a pecking order where the guy on the bottom with the eventually gets his nose broke is like the lowest totem, and then the his like partner is is like a little bit smarter than him, but then Domingo mm-hmm. is the guy on the top that kind of like you know he's the one getting the job done honestly yeah like the the one guy says like this is a customer facing job this is a service this is a service and we're in the service industry you can't be this bad with people and like domingo does that to him you know yeah, yeah um but i thought that was super entertaining and then and it got you know it's it's got that trademark also cohen where you'll have moments of hilarity and then moments of extreme violence out of nowhere uh-huh or moments uh-huh. of like deep sincerity and like beauty and then boom just the crassest shit you've ever seen happens and that's the thing it's like Fargo there's like you know there's the Fargo side of that where it's like Fargo's funny sure but it's mostly kind of horrifying and existentialist and stuff like that whereas Mm -hmm. you got the Big Lebowski where it's like sometimes it's that but it's mostly funny and Raising Arizona this is definitely closer to that Uh, yep uh, I would say, yeah, it's a it's a kind of middle of the road Cohen movie for me as far as like how good I think it is. But mm-hmm. honestly, I enjoyed watching it. It's not like I and it's so short, right? It's only an hour and a half. It's not like it, it doesn't have time to overstay its welcome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see because like uh, sh- this um, Trisha Cook has been, you know, editing for the Miller to the Miller brothers, the Cohen <laughs> brothers for a long time since Miller's crossing oh, yeah. back in 1990. So I'm really curious to see um, them, her continue to kind of like, you know, she's done a lot of short films and documentaries, but uh, I guess she's got a new film already slated called honey. Don't don't, I'm not sure if she's doing that with Ethan or if she's doing that uh, on her own, but uh, yeah, there's like, it's Cohen esque, <laughs> but there's definitely as distinctive is there something else going on? Like, um, I don't think Ethan on his own would be like this subversively, um, like, like feminine and queer. There's no fucking way. Yeah, I, I would get away with hope not. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Certainly I I wouldn't be brave enough to, that would be, I would feel like I were insulting people. Yeah. And I feel like 90% of it is like, but there's a 10% where it's, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious to see. Uh, I got some questions about some of the moral decisions that are depicted in this movie <laughs> and how, how yeah, I feel about it. We'll the, save that it, for the spoiler it, section, obviously. It, it's a pretty... So so they depict lesbians of all types, I think, here. But there is Margaret Qualley's depiction of a lesbian is pretty extreme. Pretty extreme. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, Roger Rabbit. she's a wild character yeah she's just horny constantly always wants to get laid very free spirit and and just like the way she talks is just deeply gay right like Mm -hmm. she she uses expressions from time to time that you would not say if you were not gay 
which I like is is normal too. I think there are definitely people out there like that, but she's playing an extreme version of it for sure. No, no, she's aggressively coded as like um, an arch bushmaster. Like she's just gets like laid. Like what is her ex girlfriend said? If we hit, if we could put a meter on her pussy, we'd we'd all be rich. Yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd all be rich. You know, because she's just like she just like and yeah, like she hooks up every night. All the time, yeah, everywhere she goes, all the time, yeah, 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 and like om, omni, omni, omnisexual, and not in like a point where it's way. a problem. Well, yeah, it becomes kinda, a problem yeah. for both her that's and and friends as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like none of these moral questions are big ones, and more of like, uh-huh. are, is this being a shitty friend or am I out of touch? Uh, some some right. of the questions are like that. Um, yeah, I think we're about ready to talk to about spoilers. Okay. I'm talking about the Cincinnati sledgehammer. <laughs> oh God, I love that phrase. I love it. I do too. Let's talk about <laughs> trailers though before uh, we get to that. And also before we get mm-hmm. to that, I want to talk about our upcoming movies because it has been a while. We have been a little creaky and dusty in the first run movies. But you know what? Hollywood fucking went on strike. They've been they've been dishing bullshit out here. We we wanted to go see that Argyle. Saw so it was like. 30 yikes percent on rotten We're like no thank you we're not going to bust our ass after groundhog day weekend so mm-hmm. we'll be right back with more bald move after this brief pause hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And now, back with more Bald Move. We are now making a triumphant return because so is Hollywood. Next week, Dune 2, everybody. Jim can finally tell us if he likes this movie because he'll seen the entire thing. Dune 2. Oh, Next this week. wasn't the triumphant return with a, a grand total, including my wife and I, of five people in the theater? <laughs> it I, was pretty sparse. That was rough, man. This parking lot was so empty I am curious to see because like is this like a thing where Hollywood took three months off and no one saw a movie after the holdovers and right and you know or is this like a oh Thursday night it's not like a big blockbuster movie so yeah. it'll fill out in the weekend yeah I don't know oh, we'll, I don't we'll know. know we'll know next week because if Dune 2 is half empty parking lot it's going to oh, be whoa. no uh, but yeah we'll have Dune 2 next week and then uh, two weeks after that March 14th Love Lies Bleeding, which is essentially <laughs> this movie plus plus the Incredible um, Hulk. I don't know what to make she of the Hulk, muscles yeah. in that trailer. I Katie O'Brien. Um, boy, it's it's always going to be a what if. What if she was Abby? I can't wait to see. Yeah. Um. What? Uh. Uh. Bella Rant. No oh, shit. What is it? No, uh, Loretta uh, McCready. <laughs> <laughs> Loretta. Yeah, but uh, uh Kaylin Deaver. Can't wait to see what Kaylin Deaver does with the role, but it's it's going to. I feel like it's going to be like one of those "What if Tom Selleck were Indiana Jones" type of deals. Oh no! Uh, that plus everyone's talking about Kristen Stewart and uh, her uh-huh. her iconic look and, oh. and swagger in in this movie. Uh, it's got everyone has iconic looks in that trailer. <laughs> iconic for better or worse. Yeah, like let's can we talk about Ed 
Um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about his stringy ass grease filled Ed Harris, oh, right? So we were talking yeah. about with, with the with the crypt keeper skullet. <laughs> yep. Oh, kind so of crypt key, a lot of crypt keeper aspect. That's a that's a pretty that's a pretty that's a pretty brave role to be honest. You know, I, too he had too much party, too much party going on. Yeah. That maybe a little more business is needed to balance it out. Yeah, but it's another uh, gal for gal movie. Uh-huh. Uh, that's kind of a caper. Um, it looks like it might be a little bit more serious. But then again, there's like these like really psychedelic sequences in this too. So we'll see. Uh, another one really excited for March 21st Roadhouse this is the Amazon Prime original it stars um, why is my mind shot tonight Jake Gyllenhaal thank you Jake Gyllenhaal uh, reprising Patrick Swayze uh, pain don't hurt hopefully this movie is good Um, we're excited for it I want this to be good, and I the trailer looked like a lot of fun to me. R- real dumb fun, but fun. It honestly, yeah, it looks like it looks like a Roadhouse with the uh, 21st century technology behind it, you know. Yep. Because I don't know that I want it to be good. I just want it to be fun. Because I, mm-hmm. I would never, I would not say Roadhouse is good. Well, that's my definition of movie for movies like this of good. It's just yeah. they have to be fun. They could yeah. be really stupid. I want them to be stupider the better, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a limit. You can definitely get into the uncanny, dumbass valley. But uh, then finally, April 11th, tentatively, this is the light. Pencil this in very lightly, because because we're gonna keep our eye on the 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 buzz on this. But uh, we're our thinking is maybe Godzilla versus Kong: The New Empire. Yeah, we saw all the other Godzillas and Kongs. Yeah, we missed or Jim missed the Godzilla minus one. But uh, this I'm is gonna the... pick that up. Yeah, I gotta see. Are that. Uh, yeah, I yeah, think I my think wife so. and I might watch that this weekend. I think you like it. I think you like it. But uh, yeah, I do. I, I I like the big, vaguely sexual monkey lizard fights. I'm a big oh. fan. We oh. talked about this. We talked about this I don't last remember. time, Jim. I don't remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> Let alone four, fifteen years ago. Is that when the last movie came out? I don't know. Uh no, it came out like two years ago. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? I, th- th- now I'm joking. Okay. Now I'm joking. All right, all right. All right. Yeah, I didn't know we were raising money for you two weeks ago. My God. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about trailers before we get to the spoiler take. Um, the first Omen. Yeah. I've not. I th- th- now this can't be because I've seen many Omens. Uh, in in uh, the video rental stores of old, I would never watch mm. one. Um, this is back when I was a big horror pussy and. But no one's ever said like you got to see the Omen franchise, man. And this purports yeah. to be the first Omen. Well, who are whose leg are they pulling, Jim? I don't know. I mean, it's, it sounds like it's a prequel, right? They did with the, this with the Exorcist. They do this with all kinds of stuff. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm not that interested. It, does it have Damien in it? No, it very well might, but I don't even give a shit. I'm I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm I've I've never too. cared about the Omen series, honestly. I would take yeah. Phantasm over Omen. Can we talk about a movie that I am intensely interested in? The Ministry of Gen- Ungentlemanly Warfare. Yeah. This is a new film coming out on 420, essentially, April 19th, 2024, directed by Guy <laughs> Ritchie. I have liked a hell of a lot more than his stuff than I haven't. Mm-hmm. And it stars Henry Cavill. It stars Reacher's Alan Richson. It stars 
Elza Gonzalez and Carrie Elways, Yules mm-hmm. Elwaza. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, Babs Olas. Oh, yeah, Doctor Doctor Mbinga, Babs Olas on Monken. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. Trying a lot of these pronunciations live. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of buzz. I I I'm really excited. This trailer looks like fire. Oh yeah, I mean Super even fun. just to see Henry Cavill acting all crazy, like his tongue oh, yeah. out shooting a fully automatic weapon look. That's a good look for him. Yeah, yeah. Disheveled uh, hair. Yeah, it's, it's we're going back to the World War Two. Uh, well, you know the the, the last yeah. good war, whatever the fuck that means. But I'm not mad at it. No, we it's 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 like we haven't like in Glorious Bastards. What 2012? It's been. It's been 12 years. Wow. We're ready to see Nazis butchered on an industrial scale again, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, speak of the devil, Love Lies Bleeding. The mm-hmm. uh, I, I This movie's all over the place. Um, I'm very excited to see what the actual narrative is. Yeah. Uh, Furiosa. Have we talked about this trailer before? I oh, like I didn't see this one. Oh, yeah, we went to a different physical theater tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, George Miller's back, and he's doing Fur- Furiosa. Anya Taylor-Joy is playing the younger um, version of the Charlize Theron character. Um, this is obviously a first-run bald movie when it comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't he's... really need to see a trailer for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think I would have loved every single Mad Max film if George Miller had a bigger budget in the beginning. <laughs> sure. Um, I, okay, here's, let's, let's see if, let's compare notes here. I had A Quiet Place Day 1. I did not. Um, I have seen the trailer for that, though. I know you've seen the trailer because we've seen it together. Um, I, I mean, this is a reboot, you know, this is kind of like the fear of the walking dead fear, the quiet place. But I think the quiet place is a cool concept. And as long as they can come up with novel ways to multi-thread characters and build the tension, like a pressure cooker with these fucking giant ear monsters, I'm kind of in. And the second they don't, the second they don't fail, that they fail to deliver 90 sec, 90 minutes of that, then I'm done with the franchise, but I'm, I'm there for it until, until that happens. I am too. Yeah. I'm I'm a little confused because I thought we saw day one through John Krasinski's eyes, but you I saw guess day we can always one, see it through somebody else's eyes. Day one Podunk Town. This is day mm. one urban metropolis. Entirely right. different species. Is you think this is gonna get into like scientists going what the fuck and trying to figure it out and cops trying to defend the city and national guard called in or is this going to be i hope so but it kind of feels like they're zerg rushing us like these pods are coming over every square inch of the land and i think that would be hard that's a hard thing to deal with like if zombies came and dropped pods 20 every (laughs) square mile i would find it more believable that they'd take over the world yeah that's kind of the proposition here yeah, uh, I, I do still want to see the human, the, the societal reaction, I guess, from it. Yeah, but I, I don't know if that's the story they want to tell. A Quiet Place has always been a very small story, so mm. and it does look like that. Keep it that way. It looks like a rapid depopulation and devolving into your standard Quiet Place type stuff. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe it is more about surviving those first few days with information being scanned and whatnot. But uh, yeah. 
another movie that I'm pretty interested in, The American Society of Magical Negroes. <laughs> okay. Jim, what is the pitch on this movie? Uh, it's the guy from the new Jurassic Park movies. Uh, right, right. And something else that I just recently saw him in. Who cocaine I... bear? Oh, Detective per- Pikachu. That's the other thing. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor yes. Among the Thieves. He's the wizard. There it is. Yeah, I like so this guy he's... a lot. He... Yeah, he's really coming up. For Yeah, for sure. Um, so he apparently gets wind of this society called the American Society of Magical Negroes, whose mission it is to keep white people happy and stress-free because the less stress and the less angry we are, uh, the better they the easier their lives are as well the, the lives of black yeah. people so they have all sorts of magical powers to make this possible and each of them seems to be tasked with like a single individual and this guy gets tasked with someone who indirectly or whatever i don't know leads to him falling in love with some girl and that becomes a problem because now he's off mission and they can't have that um so it's basically a rom-com but it has maybe some interesting framing. Yeah. It feels a lot like it's a wonderful life, but the angel sent to keep George from being a racist asshole. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Justice Smith also is the, the young man's name, the, the wizard from, uh, okay. I gotta remember that. Dragons. Yeah. I've yeah, enjoyed his stuff. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, yeah. It's like, you know, that's kind of the fun thing about being doing this for a while is you start to see, it's like, Oh yeah, it's this, this, this guy, mm-hmm. or it's this gal. They're really they've they've been putting together a a body of work and hopefully hopefully it'll it'll keep on keep on going up for them. Um, yeah, it's a really interesting concept and uh, the trailer looks really funny and kind of like you know satirical. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see what that's all about. Uh, what else? Oh, the Amy Winehouse biopic Fade or Back to Black. Yes, I saw that too. I have a baseline interest in about every musical biopic. Um, I do like them. I didn't see the Elvis one, which is kind of a shame, but I also heard it was kind of an eh. Um, I'm medium interested in this. Like if I start hearing that this is like a definitive take on yeah. Amy, because uh, I, you know, me, my understand, my knowledge of her is kind of like the rehab. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's it. Like I know there, that she's got Same well, that, that's well, really well-regarded album but yeah apparently like a record-breaking album i i that's not the style of music i'm into i remember hearing yeah. it on the radio all the time uh yeah but yeah i i don't know i mean it could be a good movie i probably won't want to see a day one though um did you have any trailers that i didn't see at your because that's the end of all yeah. my list i got a couple uh oh, man. have you heard of a movie called sasquatch sunset by david and nathan zellner no maybe it's no tell, tell me about it it's a movie where jesse eisenberg riley co and a couple other people nathan zellner actually himself i think uh are all dressed up as sasquatches like in really convincing sasquatch suits and they just kind of live their lives as sasquatches <laughs> or are they actually sasquatch Oh, no, no, no. I mean, yes, the actors are put into Sasquatch suits, and then the movie is about a family of Sasquatch. I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article, and the director says 
that they're in full makeup and full body hair, no lines. Mm-hmm. They I grunt, mean, but there's no they lines. Well, I mean, they have lines. They're just in Sas- Sasquatchies. It's 89 minutes long. I mean, yep. this, <laughs> this <laughs> it feels looks like bizarre. it's bizarre. This could be the alien parts of Mac and me, and that's all. And that oh, is a yeah. bizarre concept for a movie. Uh, are we going to watch this? Maybe it's it, the tone is going to be interesting. You probably need to see the trailer, but like it starts off with this sort of majestic view of like a unique family, and you're f- going over the Pacific Northwest, right? And all the trees and mountains, and you zoom in, and you kind of see the family of Sasquatches walking. It's kind of beautiful, mm-hmm. and then you know they do the stinger, the music cuts, and it cuts over to two of them humping, like doggy style. It, and, and it just goes silent and it's just like really ridiculous and then the rest of the trailer is just like them kind of living their lives getting angry getting into trouble I don't know what to make of this thing man but I'm kind of interested that's one I'm going to have to really make a week 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 of the movie Rotten Tomatoes decision because oh, that's yeah. pulling I could believe that pulling 17% and I could also see it rolling in with 97 you know absolutely absolutely uh. <laughs> Uh, so there was that yeah. one, and then oh man, another double S movie, Snack Shack. Have you seen this trailer? It's about. No. It looks like a like it could live in the Wet Hot American Summer universe or something, where these two kids have to get like good pairing for this movie. Uh, jobs for the summer, and they apparently are able to like rent the Snack Shack or or like purchase the right to sell snacks at the Snack Shack at the local pool, the community pool over the summer. And so they, they purchase those rights and then they just kind of go crazy turning the pool and the snack shack into, I guess like a teenage Nirvana. It's they, they, they go about some interesting marketing uh, methods. They, they have Hmm. something called fuck dogs, which is just hot dogs with the word fuck written on them and ketchup or mustard, your choice. Okay. Uh, and they charge. They do a little upcharge for that. Uh, they they upcharge some other stuff. They they find because their parents are like, oh my god, you paid two thousand dollars to sell snacks at the snack shack all summer. They can't believe the the price. So the kids have to make their money back. And then huh. there's a girl involved, and I don't know hijinks happen, and yeah, yeah. I think Wet Hot American Summer, but kids who are slightly younger than camp counselors uh, at a community pool. Yeah, that's what it's like. This is, um, you know, there it's 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 time for a new generation of people to have their coming of age and screwball oh, comedies yeah. and all that. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I can still enjoy those. You know, I mean, it looks funny. Yeah, it's not going to hit me the same way. Definitely at forty two that it did at like seventeen, but. I'm, yeah, I'm more into the Sasquatch, kind of to be honest. The Sasquatch sounds like where it's at. <laughs> I feel more like a Sasquatch at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maximum sass on the Sasquatch. I identify. Uh, I think, yeah, those are the only two I saw that weren't at your theater. All right. Uh, now is the time that we, uh, uh, we we put up the velvet ropes and we say, I'm sorry, you're not a club member. You, you can't you can't gain entry to this part of the podcast. This is where Jim and I talk about our detailed thoughts about this movie of two young women on the lam learning to live and love in the, the, the mid-90s 
amidst psychedelic Matt Damon menacing uh, and Florida, just the general Florida of this movie. Uh, that's what we're going to be doing. If you want in on that, you can get in on it right now. Right now. By just going to support.ballmove.com. Get ad-free feeds. Tons of bonus content. Did you know we did a whole ass podcast on Blue-Eyed Samurai? Had a lot of no buzz. Talking about I don't Apple remember TV. that. We're talking about Apple TV, Constellation. Uh, we're doing a whole ass, but that, that's only for club members. You're missing out. Support.ballmove.com. <laughs>